over a third, 35% of those respondents will stop buying from an unethical brand, even if there's no substitute available from another vendor. So even I'd rather go without than be associated with an unethical brand. Companies seen to lack character will clearly have a difficult time in the marketplace. Welcome to Integrators, a show about people and companies living out of their greater purpose and the character it takes to make the journey. I'm Brent Fessler, and on today's show, we start at the beginning, the need for character. Where in our lives do we need character, and why do we need character in those places? I like fractals. I guess that makes me a nerd and I own it proudly. And fractals are a math concept that uh, maybe only math nerds pay a lot of attention to, but, but more than some oblique concept for math nerds, fractals are crucial for understanding some profound truths like the need for character. You know, fractal is a math concept where the same pattern repeats over and over, no matter what level you observe. You know, as examples, we see it in in ferns or in trees, where you see uh, a certain branch structure at the at the trunk of the tree. But then you look up that that branch that comes off the trunk, and you see that same branching pattern repeating over again. But then you look at the smaller branches in the same pattern, and even all the way down to the leaves on those branches, they have that same branching pattern. You know, we see them in other places too, in coastlines or in snowflakes, or even in man-made environments like the stock markets, or in our everyday life, in our rest. You know, we take breaths moment by moment. We need to take breaks every hour or so. We need to sleep every day. We need to take at least one day a week to unplug and, and rest. And every few months, we need to take a longer break. And sometimes, even as we look right now, in April of 2020, where COVID-19 is running rampant, we're taking an even larger break as a society. So we see these patterns repeat over and over again. And fractals are valuable uh, because fractals don't just happen by chance. When you see a pattern repeating over and over like that, and you see a fractal, you know that there's an underlying principle or a law pervasive enough to keep showing up over and over again. As individuals, since we see this need for rest showing up over and over again, it's a principle that we need to rest at different places in our life, every year, every week, every day, every hour, and even every minute. So character, I present to you, is a fractal. And this podcast today is going to unpack the layers of life that depend on character, from the largest macro and mega scales 
down to the smallest scale. First, let's start as big as we want to think. Let's let's think about our nation. And this podcast is in uh, recorded in the United States, and we are a free society. At least we want to think that we are a free society. It's it's what we're designed to be. Back in the 18th century, at the dawn of America, the framers of the U.S. Constitution desired to throw off the bonds of oppressive external rule. This new ideal of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it did not call for the absence of government, but rather embraced self-government. You know, absence of government would be anarchy. We didn't want that in, the, in this country. We wanted to be able to govern ourselves. And self-government relies on what the framers and philosophers of the past two millennia call virtue. Benjamin Franklin said, only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. And John Adams, he said, the only foundation of a free constitution is pure virtue. Without this virtue in its people, the nation's freedom will not be lasting. So this shift from an external government to internal government is also the framework used to describe levels of ethical reasoning. The least mature ethical reasoning is making ethical decisions based on outside reward or punishment. But the highest levels of ethical reasoning are based on values that the individual holds on the inside. Values on the inside that flow out. Even if the environment outside does not reflect those values, those values are true enough in the individual that the individual will stand up with courage to change the environment, to bring about justice until those values inside match the reality of the environment outside. So the fundamental foundation of the freedoms that we desire in America depend on the virtue and the character of its people. Now, zooming in just a little bit, let's take a look at the marketplace and the markets where things are bought and sold and services are delivered. Consumers prefer to do business with ethical brands. Yes, it's transactions taking place, but where those transactions have more trust is where you have stronger bonds between the consumer and, and the providers. A Mintel study that I'll link to in the notes found that 56% of consumer respondents stop buying from brands that they perceive as unethical. Now that makes sense. When, when we're making a purchase, there's some connection that we are becoming, uh, developing a relationship and becoming somewhat a part of that brand that we're buying from. So we don't want a unethical brand for ourselves. And so we tend to not purchase from companies that 
have an unethical brand or perceive as unethical because we end up projecting that brand on ourselves. But here's the interesting part. Over a third, 35% of those respondents will stop buying from an unethical brand even if there's no substitute available from another vendor. I'd rather go without than be associated with an unethical brand. Companies seen to lack character will clearly have a difficult time in the marketplace. Now, of course, those public-facing brands of companies are usually a representation of the inside brand and the culture in those companies. And companies, they run on trust. And the importance of character in a company is going to be a topic of a future podcast. But for now, let's just suffice it to say that internal trust and character of a company directly impacts organizational employee turnover, productivity, profitability, even innovation and creativity, and all these things together, that internal trust directly drives sustained growth that all depend heavily on the corporate character and internal trust. You know, no one wants to work on Survivor Island. If you ever watch that show, you see the whole rule of the game is surviving. And you see the participants in that game making decisions in order to benefit themselves and they survive at the end. They only serve someone else if it's convenient and it's going to serve their own ends. You see people making decisions not out of trust, but out of distrust. And Survivor Island, all too often, feels like the place where we go to work. Like when I'm driving to work today, I feel like I'm driving to a tribal council where somebody's going to get voted off. And that is not an environment that drives productivity and profitability and that drives sustained growth or even innovation. Now let's step out of companies and let's step into our personal lives just a little bit. Relationships suck without trust. Meaningful relationships, they run and and rely on trust. Let's look at maybe the most important relationship in our life, our marriage with our spouse. Those marriages rely on commitment. They rely on communication, rely on love and attachment and conflict resolution. If you ask any person to rank an order of importance, skills, knowledge, or character in their spouse, or what they desire in their spouse, hands down, character's always gonna come out on top. We need to be able to trust our closest relationships. And research shows when it comes to parent-child relationships, based on trust and high attachment, those relationships have real benefits in things like school performance or alcohol use. And relationships that lack trust are a primary cause of trauma. But relationships that are high in trust and character are one of the most rewarding things on this earth. We don't just need it. We desire character in our closest relationships. It's one of the sources of the most joy and pleasure 
in our life. And it's real joy. It's not fake joy. It's real pleasure, not just fake pleasure. But without character and our closest relationships, those relationships suck. Now let's drill down one more layer and look at individuals. You as a person, me as a person. I think we want to think that if we are free to do whatever we want, that that is true freedom. But for millennia, from Aristotle and Socrates, even current philosophers, we realize that the pursuit of happiness, while it might initially appear to support indulging personal desires as an end, casting off restraint, the pursuit of happiness is really about the opposite. You know, Aristotle said, plainly, it is the person who awards himself these goods whom the many habitually call a self-lover and gratifies the most controlling part of himself, obeying it in everything. So when we listen to what our self wants and gratifies that, we end up being a slave to vices. You know, vices are very well termed. A vice is a, a thing of captivity. It holds, it restricts. There's no freedom in vices. They're the fake joy, they're the fake pleasure, the instant gratification that we don't really invest and, and pay to get. It feels good for a moment, but it doesn't bring us the lasting joy. And so character, virtue, the ability to say yes to the right things, the good things, they're hard to say yes to, but that's where true joy and freedom come to us as individuals. So what? We've looked at the very mega level at our country and our nation that our freedom depends on it, our markets, our companies, our closest relationships, and even our own personal freedom and happiness. They all rely on character. Character is not a luxury or a nice add-on. But even in our dependence on character and virtue, we are all born completely void of them. And that stinks. So this leaves us with some questions to discuss at another time. What is character? How do you develop character? Whose responsibility is it to develop character? We'll talk about these questions another time, but until then, look around you, find character, cultivate character, discover your greater purpose in yourself and around you and others. I'm Brent Fessler, and thank you for joining us today on Integrators. We hope you enjoyed today's episode on the importance of character and look forward to being with you again soon. To help you develop character in your teams wherever you live, check out the resources on our website at integrators.com. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-E-A-T-E-R-S.com. 
subscribe to our blog and this podcast and follow us on social media to stay up to date with free workshops coming your way. You can also schedule a time on our website for us to come work personally with your teams. Integrators is a production of Livingstone Studios. I'm Brent Fessler. Love God, love others, and build on purpose.